Welcome again to It Doesn't Take a Genius, conversation with introspective perspectives and pithy points of view. Here are your hosts, my friends, Max and Marty. I think that's Mark and Mike. Yeah, whatever. Before we start, I'm going to go ahead and cover the obvious, which is uh, you have a lovely, lighted, well-defined features on your face video with a lovely background. I, for some reason, uh, am in the middle of a, uh, as near as I can tell, some sort of soap opera love scene. Uh, there's this gauzy film over my face, and we don't know why. We spent about maybe uh, 15 minutes trying to work out my lighting issues. We, we didn't get that covered. So here am I in all of my romantic glory. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I felt like I, had, I needed to say that. Um, Marshall, we are here today. Uh, this is a little gutsy on both of our parts, I guess. Uh, we recorded a coaching session. You had something you wanted to work on. I happened to do coaching. Uh, so we recorded the session just to give folks a sample of, of what coaching could look like. Uh, this isn't like the best coaching session ever. It's just a good example of, of solid, um, the, the basics of coaching uh, covered here in a, in a quick little session. So I, I guess I want to set this up before we roll tape and, and let people hear this is just noticing that there's sort of an arc to this conversation. So for those of you listening, I want you to be noticing that there's a little bit of an arc. We're going to start small, just figuring out a really defined starting point for what we're talking about, why it's important, um, uh, uh, what, what would be uh, determining factors for how we would know that we had been successful at this thing that we were wanting to talk about. And then the call just kind of goes to wild places. You know, the, the session just explores all sorts of different avenues. Some are profitable, some not so much. And then you have a, a moment of awareness. You have an aha and an insight and things start to tighten up again. And we, we go back to a really defined thing, which is an action plan, uh, some, some sort of next step. Uh, so, so be listening for that arc as we uh, 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 play the tape of this uh, recorded session. Um, anything else we should cover before we just roll tape? I think it just answers the question. Uh, when you say coaching, what do you mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, here's an example. Well, thanks for letting me record this session, Mike. It's my pleasure. I really, uh, I'm excited to be here and uh, looking for the, the, the opportunity to explore some cool stuff. Yeah, as am I, as am I. And you mentioned that you wanted to explore uh, getting more uh, non-contract work. Yes. Say more about that. Well, currently, uh, you know, a lot of the people that, that do what we do, uh, we do it, a lot of people don't understand, we do it through contracts. And so uh, mm -hmm. we work with uh, car brands, manufacturers, things like that. Uh, but we don't work directly for them. We, we get contracted by another company and then that company has the contract uh, with the client. Yeah. And so, so the, the, uh, I find this in all of our, uh, all of the people that we work with, we're incredibly talented at what we do and we're incredibly inept at marketing ourselves uh, mm. on our own. And so, uh, you know, we tend to work for half of what we typically would charge um, if we were contracting ourselves, um, because, you know, we will, we'll give up half of our income to allow somebody else to market us mm -hmm. and, and get us clients. So, mm -hmm. um, 
yeah, as I get older, I just had a birthday. Uh, yeah, I, my working days are much more limited. I finally mm -hmm. figured out unless I'm going to live to be 120, I'm no longer middle-aged. So, <laughs> and so with that limited amount of, of time left, right, how do I, I maximize, you know, those efforts? I love the clients I have. I don't want to give any of them up, but I know there's, there's, there's more I could be doing. What does maximizing that time look like? Well, I think it's, it's, uh, you know, I love the, uh, I think it's Seth Godin who said, yeah, I want to, I want to, uh, do work that matters for people who care. Mm. And so doing work that matters for people who care and uh, getting paid uh, at the rate that, that I know my contemporaries are already getting. Mm. And so I know that in the marketplace, yeah, I'm probably underselling uh, my services as far mm. as the, the value that, uh, you know, the money that I'm asking for that. Mm. Uh, so, uh, with limited time left, you want to maximize that time. Uh, that's doing work that matters for people who care at a rate that's comparable with what you know is already achievable out there with with some peers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think definitely, and and I and I've got that now. I do. Um, we've been very fortunate. Uh, I've been very fortunate to to work with clients and pick people. Uh, to contract with who've contracted on projects where we get to do that kind of work. Mm. And, and I, I love it. Uh, you know, uh, probably the, the, the greatest compliment I ever got uh, was uh, had a guy and he was, he was also a contractor in the store and I worked in, he watched me work in the store all day. And as I was walking out the door, he said, Hey, come here. He says, I've been watching you all day. So yeah, he goes, I truly believe if you weren't getting paid, you'd still show up and do this. <laughs> I was like, you know, I probably would. <laughs> you know, I, 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 you know, when I re quote retire, if I ever retire, mm -hmm. um, I will probably do what I'm doing now. I may do it for volunteer organizations, uh -huh. and charities and associations and things like that. But yeah, I love doing the work. I'm doing the work for the right people. Uh, I just know that, uh, uh, yeah, I've got a uh, got a few years left, and can I maximize uh, the, uh, the the income that I've got in those years? Mm. And, and just uh, so we're clear, I want to make it clear that like uh, I haven't been diagnosed with anything. <laughs> <laughs> just going on uh, from a statistical actuarial standpoint yep, yep. <laughs> looking at the the tables counting the days uh, yeah yeah that's that's what i'm going on yeah i feel fine no ebola nothing like that yeah what makes you uh feel like uh non-contract work is the um the solution to this maximization of days well that's a good question i you know, I, I do some of it now. I've got, you know, on and off and I've done it in the past. Uh, and I just know that, that, you know, every time I talk to somebody who's doing that type of work, uh, you know, I've got people who do it and I'm friends with them. At, at a minimum, uh, they're getting twice what I currently get. And ah. at a maximum, they're getting... <laughs> five times what I'm getting. Wow. Uh, and, mm. and, you know, I, 
I don't want to be boastful, but I know that that I can provide as good a service yeah. as those folks. And yeah. You, yeah. You know, I think my my skills are on par with theirs. Yeah. And your track record speaks to that. Yeah. Yeah. I've had clients, you know, in the contract world for 10 plus years. Yeah. You know, and they've stuck with me and we've grown together and right. I value it enough to continue to keep signing up. Okay. So, uh, by the end of this session, what would you like to have achieved? I think I need to uh, identify the roadblocks. Right? What's, okay. right? This has been an opportunity for me for the last 20 years. And why haven't I done it? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's one of those, it seems so logical. Somebody yeah. said, with a little bit of effort, you can make twice as much as you make currently and do mm. the same thing that you love. Why wouldn't any normal person go do that? Mm. Apparently, I'm not normal. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess I need to identify my abnormalness. So, <laughs> and it's interesting because the vast majority of people I work with are doing it the same way that I'm doing it. Mm. So, so am I, like, am I a product of my peer group? Uh, you know, am I, what is it, the, if you're the average of the five people that you spend the most time with? Yeah. And professionally, the, the vast majority of people I spend the most time with are people who are doing it the way I'm currently doing it. And we're all, you know, don't get me wrong, we're all very happy and we're, we're all doing yeah. well. Uh, the, the pandemic hit and, and our work fell off. 60 80 percent and i know everybody had, had put in away enough money to to ride that out successfully without a lot of hardship and stuff like that so um yeah we're doing well it's just yeah uh, could we do better okay the question and there are some roadblocks you'd like to identify to the to the path to doing better yes okay um where would you like to start looking at these roadblocks? Um, that's a good question. I think I, I probably at the, I guess maybe start with the, you know, the elephant in the room, which mm. is uh, why is it so difficult to talk about and ask for the value that I bring? Right. And just saying that sentence out loud makes me incredibly <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> like, let's talk about the value I bring. Excuse me. I want to pat myself on the back. Yeah. You know, yeah. Let's let's celebrate me. I hate uh, that. I, I, it's just, well, what what makes that a celebration of you versus uh just uh the 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 value that they're looking for? And I, I get that. Yeah, because, uh, you know, like I, uh, I ran for elected office you know, a zillion years ago. Mm -hmm. And same thing. I was terrible at it. Mm. Right? You had to go in front of people and say, this is what I'm good at. And this is what I can do. And here's why you should go with me, you mm -hmm. know. 
I was terrible. <laughs> like, you know, I'm pretty good at talking. That's the one topic I can't talk about. Uh, you know, it's like, yeah, apparently I'm Fight Club. Uh, yeah, but but you were elected. The uh, oh no no yeah in the one situation I was um, yeah I, I held a very high office in a very competitive national yeah. volunteer organization. Yeah, but I actually ran for uh, elected office in our you know United States government oh. political system. Okay. And yeah, that sucked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. The, what's, the other, what's the difference there between the two? The other one, I was a known entity, and I was elected based upon the reputation that I had established. Okay. I didn't have to. I didn't have to go say anything. The the work I had done the previous fifteen years with that group just kind of propelled me into you know and it was been a while back yeah there was there was three other candidates in the election and it was a nationwide thing and and I won but it was purely based upon I had gone out and interacted with you know I traveled to all the states and interacted with you know all those people and quite truthfully helped them right I was in a training in a situation at that point and based upon the, the work that I've done with them, uh, then they they chose fit to, to elect me as their their, their leader. Hmm. So being a known entity, having a good reputation, interacting with folks and helping them, uh, that that was a recipe for success. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was one of those things. Yeah, I became uh, like the go to guy. Somebody was stuck with a with an organizational issue or a people issue. Mm -hmm. Then they would reach out to me and we'd figure it out and they'd go forward. And in turn, they were, you know, they were grateful for the assistance. And, hmm. and then when I needed something like, you know, I didn't need or I wanted to become uh, the head of this organization, I thought I could do some good there. Uh, they repaid all that with their votes, mm -hmm. <laughs> their advocacy, right? They made posters yeah. and signs and called people and, and, and got the whole thing lined up. Was it hard to talk about the value you brought to that organization when it was time to run for office there? Oh, yeah. 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 The other candidates, would they stood up and said, hey, you know, I've been to this many states i've traveled to this you know this many miles i've spent this many hours i've you know they'd recount their you know all that they had done yeah and, you know they have done all this stuff i want your vote right i didn't do any of that, Is that right <laughs> first of huh. all i never first of all i never kept track hmm. I couldn't tell you how many people had attended my workshops over the yeah. 15 years. I couldn't tell you how many miles I traveled. I just, yep. I just went and did the thing. <laughs> yep. Yep. I, did the, I did the thing. And then apparently it was enough, you know, if there was a tipping of the scales or value mm -hmm. something in people's minds, the value that was brought tipped the scales to my favor, I guess. Well, how did you stick your neck out to even uh, run for that? office the uh a lot of encouragement from other people huh you know the old people come and go 
you'd be great, uh-huh. <laughs> right? Yep. You need to do this. We need yep. you. It's like, okay, <laughs> you know, hmm. and, and so, yeah, you, you hear that enough and then you, uh, you look at, you know, what's going on and, and you have some ideas about how you, you know, you'd approach it and try to make it better and help it adapt to the, whatever's going on in the world. And so, yeah, then I was like, okay, let's do it. Hmm. You know, you you called this the elephant in the room. Uh, are are there other uh, smaller elephants in the same room, or or is is this? Are we talking about the thing we're supposed to be talking about? <laughs> well, I think there may be a subset of that. Mm-hmm. So uh, the subset of that would be um, I one of my, I guess it might be a character flaw <laughs> is, <laughs> is that I don't, I don't like asking people for stuff. Mm. I don't like asking for help. Mm-hmm. Right. And it makes, it makes my wife insane. <laughs> um, so, you know, like I've helped everybody on the, uh, in my circle of friends, except you, uh, you know, rebuild their house, remodel their house. <laughs> you know, at some point I'll get down there and put a tile floor in for you at some point. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm incredibly awful and I just don't do it. Well, maybe I'm not awful because I don't even do it. Mm. <laughs> right. I mm. never say, I never ask for help when I have a project. Mm. If, if I'll talk about it and if people, show up and help i'm incredibly grateful for the assistance mm-hmm. uh, but i won't call and say hey i'm tearing up my floor can you come over and help me do that mm-hmm. i'll just tear it up myself and and in the middle of that project if they call and say hey i need some help yeah i think that's fun i'm excited i i enjoy right. doing it so i'll just run over and help them so yeah and yeah so yeah that may be a subset of i don't don't talk about myself as far as promotionally and and i don't ask for i don't i don't want to take from people i know their time is valuable uh you know and i don't want to take that from them Mm. Uh, but what you bring is valuable Mm -hmm. yeah when i show up the project usually goes better (laughs) whether we're talking about Mm -hmm. home remodel or we're talking about uh you know leadership development coaching planning uh you know personal interaction skills yeah 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 i've I've had people say you know and they're getting right before i said it i even hesitated i've had people say that you know interacting with you has changed my life yeah right you you know even though i'm working on work right they'll tell me you know you what you taught me saved my marriage right right you're like I know we were that wasn't where we set out to go but it was good enough stuff that that was the that was what the outcome was it's like well, that's pretty cool well um, it, and that's what you've been doing with the civic organization right or, or in the past did with them but you know it was it was about the organization or it was about people you helped i mean they that's why they voted for you is because you helped mm-hmm. yeah so 
Yeah, and I guess that's the I guess that's right like right at the sticking point. Mm. So I do this, and I know that I've had success with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but to go out and say, "Hey, you don't know me, <laughs> <laughs> but I can help with your thing," and uh, yeah, you need to you need to sign up with me. Yeah. Mm. Does it have to be? Uh complete strangers no no i think that's a good question the i don't know that it has to be complete strangers um i'm trying to think which one would be easier though (laughs) but would i be more comfortable asking somebody who knows me and my reputation okay to sign up or would it be easier to ask you know to pitch my wares to a complete stranger uh-huh yeah i hadn't really thought that through yeah yeah that's interesting so yeah so yeah is it yeah it's kind of like presenting right is mm. it easier to present to people who know you or, or you know, some people want to present to people who you know, no, nothing, you know, never met me yeah. before, you know, and, and I find that I find both groups of people in the world. Um, wow. So, yeah, I guess I have to decide which one I am. <laughs> well, uh, you mentioned the competitors for that office being, you know, people that told everybody what they did. And then meanwhile, you're getting votes because you showed people value and brought help you know in all these interactions Mm -hmm. um is there an opportunity with strangers to help them to to show them value uh you know before you ask for for business yeah i mean that's a good point uh you know i i watched uh watch what you've done uh, uh with i think you did some programs for the chamber of commerce uh yeah yeah. for free and then that led to people seeking you out to um you know for for paid services yep so so yeah that could be uh yeah that could be the way to go about that Uh, i'm a huge fan of uh, seth godin uh, and that's seth's business model give away everything that you've got everything that you know and then the people who like that will want to know more and will be willing to pay uh, to mm-hmm. know more mm-hmm. and to work with you. So, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah, finding the, what do they call it in the music industry, a showcase? <laughs> yeah. Right. Where you, right. yeah, where you go and play a, a, a few songs for free and there's, people in the audience that you know agents and stuff that could potentially you know sign you up for a contract yeah and since we're recording this uh i won't say the name but i think you have a friend who would often have his clients when he visited them uh have him come to the whatever was the civic organization luncheon during his visit and would you know give us speech you know do an exercise do a you know 20 minute workshop or something uh for the sake of his client you know uh almost like he was a, a sponsored uh, free out of town speaker mm-hmm. uh 
you know, and, and would, I believe, got quite a bit of business that way, if I remember correctly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that raises a great idea. So, yeah, because I travel to different cities because I, I live in a pretty small yeah. town. So right, right. opportunities are somewhat limited, but yeah. But you're all over. Yeah, so yeah, if I traveled into a bigger town, could I, um, could I you know, offer to do a program? And then that, you know, from that uh, could lead to, to, to some bookings and contracts and things like that. Yeah. yeah so I, I don't know, uh, you know, where, where your head is here, but um, uh, are, are, we, are we talking about the right things for overcoming the roadblocks? Are we covering the ground? Yeah, we, I think we are. Um, yeah, I think we've actually, we're, we may have transitioned into a little bit of the solution brainstorming. Okay. Uh, so, so, yeah, so we're not going to overcome the obstacle of me being great at talking about myself. <laughs> Let's just, uh, yeah, that's one thing that I kind of knew, but it's definitely much more clear now that we've had this conversation. Okay. Like, okay. I'm never going to be good at this because oh. even trying to tell you, <laughs> <laughs> right? You're like, <laughs> you know, just sticks, you know, just it got caught right here. Like, like I've helped people, <laughs> you, you know, people have told me that this is really good, right? It's <laughs> like, like it doesn't even, it doesn't even come out here. You know? So, yeah, the, the odds of, of yeah becoming you know, anthony robbins or grant cardone at this point uh, in my career um probably not not a statistical likelihood so and it's possible it's part of your charm right well yeah it's part of i don't know if it's charming but it's definitely part of me so <laughs> yeah so yeah so let's you know i think that's neat to say all right i think that's helpful you're never going to fix that, right? Or the work that it would take to fix that is, you know, would take so long that, yeah, I'd have to live to 120 to finally be over it. Mm. Um, so instead of, instead of focusing on the obstacle and beating my head against the wall and, and even being you know, hard on myself because I know I'm not good at it, um, then I just find a way to do it with, without doing that. Mm. And I, you know can't go through the mountain or over it and then you go around it yeah kind of thing so the Seth Godin path mm -hmm. yeah how do you you know mm. how do you give away enough value that people want to want to pay for additional value mm. right. okay um so so what are you thinking are are practical ways to get started on that the I think the like I've got a couple of people who even even this year, you know, had seen some of my work and had said, "Hey, I need to get you into our group." Mm. And I'm like, "Yeah, that would be awesome." Mm -hmm. And so uh, there's at least two of them uh, that I need to follow up on. Okay, because I begin to put my calendar together for 2022, and while it's still got space. Uh, yeah, I need to. So, I need to take them up on their offer. You have people offering at least a uh, introduction to some non-contract work. 
Yes. Duly noted. Already there. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. That would be like the lowest ripest hanging fruit of all. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like uh, let down off the tree. Nice. And see what that does. And uh, is there uh, some formula there for getting that fruit to ripen? Uh, there really isn't. Um, it would be the stuff I already do, which is, you know, that first conversation and within that first conversation that, uh, you know, assessing needs, you know, what's the, what's the biggest, you know, what's the biggest thing that obstacle you're facing? Mm. What is it you'd like to accomplish in 2022? What would, you know, what would keep you from getting there? Mm. What is it that you lay awake at night thinking about when it comes to, you know, the, the success of your team, your department, yeah. your, your, your organization? So, so yeah, just doing the discovery part of that. Um, and then the rest of it is just kind of like magic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, once, once you, once you and the, the, the client have decided on a direction, mm. it, it's almost uh, all encompassing. Mm. And I can't turn my brain off from thinking about it. Mm. Right. Like night and day, you're thinking, okay. We could do this, and then if I did this, I got a great exercise to bring this out. We could get this discussion, commit to that, right? It just, mm. yeah, the the brain just starts to uh. do the part that I enjoy, which is figuring out, okay, how are we gonna, how are we gonna talk about this? How are we gonna make this this you know some form of infotainment, right? Where it's gonna be uh -huh. informative, and fun, and engaging, yep. and and at the end people will do something more, better, different, or less because we had the, the workshop, the training, the conversation, the coaching, whatever. And then they'll say, hey, I need to get you in front of this other group. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, yeah, I know some other people who need to hear this. Okay, okay. But I think, right, that brings up a good point uh, to maybe I don't, I'm terrible at, at telling people that I'm great, uh, but could I ask for them to refer me? Mm. You know, that's something, you know, it's, it's a subset of asking for help, <laughs> which is mm. something else we've determined I'm terrible at. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to have to throw myself off a building now, Randy. <laughs> yeah. oh, this is not good. The, uh, but yeah, could I? Yeah, this went well, uh, right? The, the the old Tom Stuker thing, right? Who do you know? Uh, who do you know that also might find this valuable? Yeah. And who then, could I help? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. you do is you help. Yeah, who else could it? Who do you know? Who, yeah. Oh, no, I like that. That's a better way of putting it. Who do you know that's also struggling with this mm. uh, that could benefit from some help? Yeah, that's a good way to put it. So you've got uh, some stuff that just is being pushed your way because they see the magic, they see how you're helping, and and they're offering some some opportunities. You got to follow up on those. Mm -hmm. um, in other cases, you might have a chance to pull some of those uh, recommendations, referrals um, that that you need to you know then go pursue. But do it your way. You know, at, who can I help? Ask ask how you can help. Mm -hmm. um, what else? What else would give you opportunities? I think 
I think that's the biggest, right? So that's like with anything that you start doing, you got to take the first step, right? You got to mm. go to the gym the first day. You got to yep. put on your running shoes and go out the door the first day. And then everything after that gets a lot easier. Mm. Um, so it's been a while since I've done that. You yeah. know, I've made a wonderful life doing it the way I'm currently doing it. Yeah. So I haven't had to do that. I just hadn't had to pursue that. So, mm. um, so yeah, I think I think that yeah, if I do that, then I think the the you know the primes the pump for the for what needs to come next. Mm. Uh, how does uh, your outlook on mortality affect uh, your uh, energy level on this first step? It's definitely. Uh, definitely higher. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't have even brought it to the table for this conversation had it not elevated in my mind. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. So yeah. 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 Cause you know, we could have talked about a million other things, <laughs> <laughs> but I picked this to talk about. So it's obviously something that's, that's, you know, it's pretty high up and where whatever's high up. Yeah. There tends to be more energy to, to put towards it. Great. Okay. Um, what do you want to, what do you want to do next? Um, all right. So yeah, before Christmas. Okay. Uh, which when you're watching this, it will be Christmas day. If we release this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, um, yeah, I need to reach out to those clients that have expressed interest and just to start that conversation. Great. Great. Okay. Um, What's been the most valuable thing that you've been thinking about for this session? I think the most valuable thing is to, to not think that I had to slay uh, the, the biggest obstacle in my path, that I had mm. to become somebody different, mm. right? And become, I, don't, I don't have to become somebody different. Yeah. I just have to find a way to use the strengths that I have in a slightly different way to get where I want to go. It's great. And so, yeah, that's, that, that's huge. Yeah. Cause, cause I know it. And even talking about it, I still know that I'm never going to be that guy. Hmm. Um, but it's, it's, it's neat that we've come to the conclusion that I could do this and not be that guy. Right. <laughs> and, and already are. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm already, yeah. I'm already doing it. I just haven't uh, taken it to its fullest extent. Yeah. Great. Great. All right. Well, uh, good work. Um, anything else for today? No, appreciate the session. Uh, yeah, you, your, your questions or have you thought about coaching? <laughs> so there, there was that, that, that was that session. Um, so I, I guess just to sort of get the ball rolling here, uh, what did it feel like to go through that coaching process if we can call it that what did it feel like for you as the person being coached well i think it's the you know i always use the analogy that that you know when you're trying to get your kids to take a bath right you're like you need to take a bath right they're like i don't want to take a bath, I want to take a bath. You know? and then you get them in the tub and they're splashing around the tub and then you're like you need to get out of the tub i don't want to get out of the tub this is crazy. <laughs> i like this yeah this is fun <laughs> right so so yeah i had that that same arc right which is really weird when you think about it as as comfortable as we are talking to each other but when we decided to do this and we said okay i'm gonna i'm gonna get coached up on some stuff and so uh 
yeah, it was, it was, um, you know, a little uncomfortable, a little apprehensive, a little anxiety, like, oh man, I don't know how this is going to go. Yeah. And we're going to share it with the world that added a little right. element to it. And right. then same thing. Once you're in the middle of it, you're like, oh, this is helpful, right? This is this clarity is happening. And all of a sudden, uh, you know, things that I already knew have become clear and mm-hmm. then boom, uh, right. I know what to do next. And so yeah. that felt, that feels incredibly uh, you know, uplifting. Well, it, so let me answer it from the perspective of the coach is, you know, how did it feel like for me to be going through that process? And there were several times during the conversation where I remember thinking, well, I didn't know he was feeling that way or wrestling with that, or, um, or I didn't expect him to take the conversation this direction. I had no idea what we were going to end up talking about, but I've got some you know, some, some expertise on shepherding that conversation toward that arc to, to something that actually did uh, bring value to, you know, where you were at. So, um, so anyway, it's just interesting, you know, that from both sides, there's a little bit of a surprise. <laughs> oh yeah. Which, which you would think would be like, we've been talking for 20 years, <laughs> right? <laughs> we've been hanging out. How did I not know that? 20 years, right? I, yeah, because could there possibly be anything that we haven't talked about? And the answer is yes. Yeah. And so I think that goes to, you know, and I get that all the time. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll have people sit and talk to each other and I'll give them some questions and uh, to ask each other. And no matter how long they've known each other, they walk away with more insight into that person and learning something about them, mm-hmm. what makes them tick, uh, you know, understanding their motivations and so forth, you know, no matter how long they've, they've, they've known that person. Yeah. And yeah. so, yeah, I think that's the power of, of the questions and the power of the, the a good coach. Okay. So, so we've zoomed in and, and talked about sort of what it felt like to go through that session. Let's zoom out as we sort of wrap up this episode. What are some insights uh, that you have about how coaching works or, or, or what the value of the coaching process is in general uh, based on uh, that session? Well, I think the one of the big takeaways, and we've we've always known this, is is that you didn't teach me anything that I didn't know. Right. So it, it wasn't an instruction, it wasn't a training, it wasn't a, a learning as far as learning a specific skill. It was rediscovering within me something I already knew, uh, but that had become I'd become trapped in, right? Right. Mm-hmm. That become stuck. And, yeah. and so you know, and people ask us this all the time: How can you? how can you coach people in the medical field, right? You've never worked in the medical field. How can right. you coach people in the, in the theater, right? How right. can you coach people in automotive retail? How can you do all these things? And the reality is I don't have to be the expert. I'm not training them. I'm not teaching them. Right. Uh, I'm just helping them explore. And most people come to us with everything they need. Uh, they just need to talk it through to the point where they can go do something with what they already know. Yeah. And, and you and I had talked about this earlier, but sometimes it's not even talking, right? Sometimes it's the silence. I'm, I'm literally not doing anything other than asking a question and giving you a chance to think. And you're literally not saying anything back to me. You're literally just thinking um, because that's what you need to do in that moment. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, people talk about an awkward silence in conversations mm-hmm. and in coaching it's a comfortable silence, yeah. right? As the coach, you need to be very comfortable with giving this person space to right. think. And so right. if I'm going to get unstuck, 
and unwind, you know, unwrap some stuff in my head, um, then it's going to take some time. It's not something that, that happens instantaneously. So asking the great question, being comfortable with the silence right. and allowing the space for the other person to think, yeah. you know, it's a, it's a gift that you give to the person being coached. It, it, that is absolutely what it feels like is a gift when those people get that, get that time and, and take advantage of it. Um, anything else about, uh, insights that you had about coaching based on the, the session? I think it's one of those things where, where you, you really don't know how long it's going to take. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and we know for, for certain that it's probably not going to be a five minute conversation. Yeah. Uh, you know, in those rare instances, the, the, the magic happens and, and, and we get unstuck um, or we, we discover something about ourselves that we want to do. Um, but usually it's longer than that, uh, you mm -hmm. know. And so I think this one was about 30 minutes, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, that seemed to be a comfortable time. I know when I schedule coaching with someone, uh, it's a minimum 45 minutes and, and usually an hour. And, and we think that like, what in the world could you talk to somebody about for an hour? <laughs> you know, <laughs> and the answer is, it seems like it it goes by incredibly quickly, yeah. right? Our session felt the same way that man that that happened really quick, um, but it uh, but it allows for the space uh, for the magic to happen, uh, for the discoveries to be had. Right, and that image of the arc, you know, you you start small, trying to define what it is we're talking about, why it's important. And then just the more you explore, the, the higher that arc could go. It could go to some really wild places. Um, and, and that may take some time. It, some of those areas you may find out, nah, that's not really the important part. And you move to another thread of the, uh, of the, of the arc, so to speak. Um, but it takes time for you know, people to sort of think that out. Oh, so, definitely. Yeah. yeah, you've got to allow for that discovery. And knowing too that sometimes right it takes multiple sessions where yeah um, you know the the person uh, you know tends to go deeper with each session until we get to the to the core you know uh, opportunities right. or issues right and, and so uh, yeah knowing that it's not a one and done kind of thing oftentimes it's yeah it's during the follow up that we discover okay that path wasn't exactly the direction I needed to go. Um, but now that I know that I've ruled that out now, I know, you know what's left that I need to do. That's right. That's right. Um, one thing I want to highlight uh, before we wrap up here is just that um, this would not have been valuable if all we had done was explore and let you think through some things. But we also decided on what you do with that new awareness that you had. Um, so we took awareness and led it over to to action. Um, Go ahead. I'm, no, 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 no. You're so right. Just, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, it was just a great discussion. Right. <laughs> yeah. We had a good talk. Yeah. Good talk. Good talk. What'd you decide? Nothing. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing really. You know, but yeah, right. I need, uh, yeah, a great talk without something happening afterwards is, well, it might not have been a great talk. <laughs> right. 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 And, and, and I think the, the thing that um, maybe is a, we don't we don't want to push people into something that is not what they need. Um, but I think you and I both really believe uh, because we've done this, you know, we've taught uh, workshops on coaching. Almost everybody needs this in especially in this day and age. They just don't have time to think 
and decide on what would be progress to take action on um, on the thing that they're stuck on. And so, so we would invite you, uh, if you're listening to this and you've come to some awareness um, as a result of this session that there are opportunities for you or your people to take steps, um, man, uh, reach out to uh, Mike and myself uh, and uh, let us help you uh, work with your people on, uh, on, on taking uh, more of an action toward better coaching uh, of your staff. So I don't know if there's anything else you want to add to that it's is as close to a sales pitch as I think we've ever gotten on here uh, but we both just feel so strongly that this really helps organizations that I I, I don't want to uh, you know miss an opportunity to say you can do this what you just heard you can absolutely do oh yeah yeah and it's it's interesting right so so I've got clients and they 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 you know we schedule things very far in advance and it's a set time and date yep and then I had one of my clients the other day, I, I just got a text message and the text said, is it illegal to kill the people who work for you? <laughs> like I said, I think we need a coaching session, <laughs> right? And so then we had just an impromptu one hour uh, discussion yeah. and, and, and got to like you're talking about, right? Got unstuck figured out, okay, what's the, what's the core thing that's going on here? How do we keep this from becoming Groundhog Day where I don't have to keep dealing with this issue and having the thoughts of killing my team? And so, yeah, so, you know, from those extremes to just starting, it starts off with a text message, you know, a cry for, for their help, you know, their safety and, or something that's scheduled way in advance to everything in between. Yeah. yeah. So we're, we're, we're pretty flexible that way. That's right. <laughs> Well, so if, if we can help you, we hope this has helped you. And if, if we can help you further, like, uh, like we're saying, please uh, reach out to us. And, um, you know, there's a, there's another coach in our lives. Um, Mr. John Wolf, just oh. a tremendous individual, uh, who also happens to be a talented DJ and voiceover artist. I think we'll let him have as usual, the last one. Yeah. He really likes the last one. <laughs> And that's it. Join us next time when you'll hear Mike say, well, I'm sure he'll say something pithy. Don't miss it. Next time, it doesn't take a genius.